Hello, thanks for tuning in to Learn, Grow, Succeed, the leadership podcast with me, Tom Hallett. This podcast is all about providing you with insights and tips to help you on your journey towards exceptional leadership. Hello and welcome back to the Learn, Grow, Succeed podcast with me, Tom Hallett and you. Alex, how you doing? All good, thanks, Al. Nice to have you back. We're um, ploughing through these quite quickly. We had a bit of a hiatus, didn't we, uh, for, for maybe a month? So, mm. And this is the third one, I think, we'll have done in in, a, in about a week. So we're, we're getting there. Back, back on your radios. Back in the flow. Back in the flow. So uh, this week's podcast um, is based on the blog titled Six, t- Six Tips to Overcome... Uh, perfectionism and live a more self-sustained life now that is a long title it's also a very grand claim Alex well and the irony in that you said it imperfectly well or was it was I, did I do that on purpose well if you did you've got a, a bigger IQ than me that was impressive <laughs> so I, I must admit I've just read through this one because normally I I proof these before they're released and I hadn't this one and I felt I, I found it very uh what's the word like I don't want to go inspirational it's probably too grand a word but you know like motivating uplifting good Good. <laughs> it was well, very good <laughs> <laughs> well um let's let's get into it shall we pause for the Absolutely. jingle and crack on let's go awesome so alex tell us just a teeny weeny more about why you, you you've attacked perfectionism this week yeah um because i think i i've heard a lot of people talk about it myself recently oh i'm a perfectionist um or everything has to be perfect and then i kind of thought as someone that i mean for me there's very specific things that i'm a bit of a perfectionist with with most things i'm kind of like a i'm just happy it's done or oh that looks good that that will do um not in a negligent way but in a in a not i'm not going to make myself overthink because something is slightly wrong um but that's what got me thinking and i was thinking if if you are a perfectionist surely that's like incredibly exhausting you know spending a lot of time maybe unnecessarily on things to to perfect the minor details that actually don't matter too much so uh did a bit of digging did a bit of research and uh unearthed some of the science behind perfectionism and why obviously yeah in terms of achieving um you know things to be of a high quality it can be great however at the same time you know if it's if it's something that's uncontrollable you know you're you're a perfectionist to your detriment um it can have a dramatic impact on you know your self-esteem your your stress levels um so yeah we wanted to explore some tips in order to overcome the extreme uh, effects of perfectionism and to just find greater satisfaction in the things you do um to not look at things as to what they're not and to look at the good in which they are yeah, I think it's a fascinating topic because um, also like in, I don't know, society today, you know, it's in a, a lot of the time in these kind of circles, like where people that listen to this podcast, I imagine, you know, when you're on LinkedIn, you hear people talking about get rid of fear of getting rid of the fear of failure and all that kind of stuff. So in one hand in society, there's this push to understand that you can't be perfect and that actually perfect's not a good thing to strive for 
But then I think on the flip side in society today, stuff like, you know, social media or whatever can also drive people's desire to be perfect. You know, people portray these perfect lives through the eyes of social media, which, which, yeah, can be detrimental to, to just your, your thoughts and how you live your life, I think. So I think it's a good yeah. one to explore, mate. Well, and it's, it's an interest, like you just said there about socials, it's an interesting one because um, occasionally um, we'll fiddle around with, like you say, filters on, on pictures and, and cameras and stuff. And you'll see people that, that will use all these filters because that's, that filter defines uh, what you should look like or how you should be in this way. Whereas, you know, that, that again is, is trying to filter out all the things that, that are individual to yourself. So it, it, social media, I think, does have a big impact on this, uh, you know, as well as, you know, just your, your own mindset and your day to day and how you go about your work. Yeah. And, and don't don't get me wrong to anyone listening. We're not going to have a big philosophical debate about social media <laughs> and uh, perfectionism when it comes to, I don't know, what kind of pictures you post and all that kind of thing. We're going to be talking about it from a from a, a more sort of business professional perspective. But, you know, they they, they all go hand in hand this is all around sort of societal norms and things as well so yeah um well and yeah just just to add i mean i was very very angry when i put on a filter and it made my nose smaller um but you know yeah it's professional from this point <laughs> uh i don't know really how to to, to follow that um so it's the, the six tips in the blog so let's I guess, work through them. That's how we're going to move on from your disappointment at your shrinking nose. So the first yes. one is, um, again, it's, it's, I say this quite a lot on the podcast, oldie but goldie, something we cover quite a lot, but it's embrace the positives. Um, don't, don't focus on negatives, but really do take time to reflect and, and think about everything you're doing well. Mm. And it's an interesting one because if, if let's say, for instance, it, it was something I know, I know we're talking in professional terms, but this this occurs a lot when people are quite critical of themselves in terms of appearance, because they'll spot one flaw they don't like. And suddenly that overtakes every single positive that exists or, or that they have. Um, and it, it's kind of the same here. If you spent a lot of time doing something and you've you've dedicated time and effort and your expectations are that it needs to be this thing that you've envis- uh, envisaged and and it's it doesn't quite meet up to that then, you know, suddenly what it isn't becomes much greater than actually what it is. Um, you know, I wrote in the blog that even, even masterpieces aren't perfect. Did you know that the Mona Lisa has no eyebrows? No, I did not. But there you go. So, you know, everyone kind of looks past that because of uh, the amazing piece of art that it is. And that, that should be the same with everything that you do, you know. Instead of uh, looking at, oh, well, you know, this could be better, this could be better, this could be better. Try and name like at least for one negative thing, the three positives that you can see, because then you'll quickly uh, realise that they definitely outweigh the negatives. Yeah, definitely. I think we, we blogged um, and podded about um, positive thinking, I think, previously, but I think that's a really great exercise there. And I'm not saying literally everything you do in life, lay out three positives compared to one negative. But if there are things where you are feeling like you've maybe not hit the mark or you have a desire to be perfect and it is not perfect which most things never will be what a, a great way to to show how many more goods there are than bads in a situation yeah and i mean there, there is a big difference between striving for success and striving to be perfect i think you know if if realistically what you've done 
you know isn't what you wanted it to be and there there genuinely is negatives uh that, that are quite obvious then there are opportunities to learn and develop um but i think the difference is if, if what you've done is good and you're still looking at those things and still trying to to make what really doesn't matter better or or you know you're you're stressing and overworking yourself then it becomes a big issue yeah well i think this flows really nicely onto the second tip about overcoming perfectionism and this is about learning the value of mistakes and failures mm. um, and realizing that it kind of almost doesn't matter the outcome of something because it's the journey which is where you you learn and you grow as a person yeah and a, a lot of it comes down to your mindset about setbacks and, and failures and maybe development areas if you've done something spent a lot of time on something and something still isn't quite right then you might beat yourself up about it you might get really frustrated or you know you could look at it as an exciting opportunity to to learn and, and to to figure out how you can change that in the future um you know getting frustratedly fixated on something and and maybe working harder and not potentially smarter um might not work very much well well at all in the short term or the long term whereas if you if you kind of sit back take a look at how you could improve and then and then think about what's the what's the healthiest first of all but also what's the most impactful way that you could maybe learn something to then make it better in the in the next time or, or in the long run um then that's definitely a good approach to take yeah uh, we, we we often again hop back to kind of um sporting analogies on the on the podcast but I think it's another one where it stands true. I mean, you look at elite athletes or sports people, I think one thing they're really um, good at is that mindset around mistakes and failures. Like if you see a footballer, I don't know, miss uh, a goal scoring opportunity that they probably should have got. I mean, clearly in the moment, they're going to be frustrated and, uh, you know, they'll show it on their face or whatever. Mm. But within seconds, they've moved on. And, yeah. they're back, and they're back into what they do because it doesn't matter that they, they missed that one because they know they're going to get five more opportunities. So they're not striving for perfection. They will always miss some opportunities. The best footballer in the world will always miss opportunities, but there will be more coming. So. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's like you say, it's the reaction to, to these adversities that kind of define where we go, because if we stick with it and, and we kind of then, fixate 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 and not necessarily improve the thing that we're fixating on that that doesn't work out very well whereas you know if we react in a way that is to develop that area um, not to become overly frustrated with it then you're going to end up in a much better situation as, as time progresses yeah for sure so the next tip on overcoming perfectionism is to prioritize meaning almost sounds quite philosophical what, what do you what, what do you mean by this so I, I think when um if you're performing a task it you might become incredibly um dedicated to the process um you know this piece then this piece then this piece and this piece has to work with this piece and and eventually you, you are focusing so much on what you're doing and every single little piece of it but you can easily then lose track of the reason that you're doing that thing um and i think sometimes the greatest satisfaction that comes from doing tasks is realizing what the outcome of that task means and what that then means for other things and, and the domino effect. Um, and you kind of miss a lot of that uh, satisfaction when you're, when you're focusing on every little fiber 
uh, and you seem to forget the meaning of why you were doing it in the first place. So it's just quite a nice thing to reconnect with. If there's something where you're getting frustrated about it, well, actually, look aside from that. The thing that you've done is done. What does that then mean? Why? What does that then, uh, you know, lead to from there? Mm-hmm. We're back to a bit of outcome thinking as well here, aren't we? Yeah, 100%. So what, what, what is the outcome you're trying to achieve? So actually, if you mess up or something isn't perfect on the journey, you're still striving towards that that overall outcome and and that's the where the motivators should come from mm. um, not not the individual little steps along the way absolutely and you know what like the imperfections you could use so much brain power on, on trying to to you know really again it, it it's an increase in stress and anxiety isn't it when you worry about those little things when actually do you know what if, if there's a bigger picture and and what you've done it adds to that it's such a great feeling. And, you know, it's the complete opposite of that stress and anxiety. Yeah. Do you know, I was, I was just reflecting on myself on this one and thinking I'm, I'm, I, I struggle sometimes with perfectionism. I, I, I like things to be perfect. And, you know, there are so many times where um, I feel like I need to do something perfectly, even though it doesn't need to be perfect. And I'm trying to think of example, but <laughs> I can't now. Now I'm thinking on the spot, but, you know, like, for just menial tasks like mm-hmm. um i really don't have an example so maybe i have an example if it helps yeah. so <laughs> when um when when we make posts on the uh on the loam of excel instagram follow if you're not um i i get quite um stuck with the layout of the text so sometimes i will move the text box and i won't be happy until it's in the middle like perfect in terms of height and in terms of like where it is um across and then i realized that sometimes even when it tells me it's aligned it still doesn't look right so i'll fiddle around until it looks perfect and i could spend ages doing that and then it's not until you finish you realize what why, why did that that really doesn't matter no no one is ever gonna notice like who is ever gonna i've never been flooded with comments on the loam of xl instagram where they've gone oh you could have aligned that better actually and that's that is exactly what i was referring to because you know often i'll proofread a proposal within the company or whatever and someone will say read the words don't worry about the formatting because i've not got around to that yet just read the words Mm. it it pains me to ignore the formatting and for it to not be perfect and i'll i'll spend an hour fiddling with formatting when they didn't want me to do that and 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 like you say i I, i've just been putting the latest blog onto the website and i was worried about again the spaces between each line and you know whether certain things should go in a certain paragraph or not i mean there's a bit more meaning to that one because it changes how you read it and emphasizes certain bits over others but really i mean one line difference for one sentence and taking it away for another it, it really doesn't have the the amount of impact that you know takes the time i'm taking to to do that task so yeah sometimes as well it's a bit of a, a reality check when you actually think about the bigger picture and you go right i've spent 20 minutes doing this thing now and whether it's done or not it really is not going to impact anyone yeah there's a i'm sure there's some human psychology that i don't understand going on here because as humans we have to close patterns and stuff don't we Mm. Uh, you know the the top tip this is a perfectionism thing where if you're having a loyalty card for a coffee shop or a car wash or whatever always have say you want it's five stamps to get something free you always oh, yeah. want to stamp the first two. So even if you make seven holes 
and they need five to close it always have put the first two in because it's human nature people want to complete the pattern so then they're more likely to come back for more there we go top, that's, top tip that's, for you. that's really interesting i didn't even know yeah so whenever you go for your coffee and they say have a first one free that's why your first stamp free that is yeah. right we digress as always um the fourth tip be open to feedback yeah um and and this one again comes from mindset and the feelings around the perceived imperfections because i think when you've worked hard to try and make something as good as it can be receiving feedback can feel a little bit like an attack and i think the other thing as well is it feeds into you know any feelings of insecurity um because you you might already know that the thing you're getting feedback on isn't quite right but then you've worked yourself up to the extent that having someone else say it really doesn't help um you know, you can feel like you're being exposed or, or, you know, that that thing that you know isn't great has now been, you know, made even worse in a way. Yeah. Um, so, again, I, I think it's, it's important to realize that when feedback comes in, that that is only going to help improve any areas that that may be imperfect now. And, and other people, when they when they give good developmental feedback, it needs to be listened to because it is incredibly valuable. Yeah, like you say, it's a mind, the mindset thing of seeing feedback as a gift rather than criticism. Because if you see it as criticism, it's only going to fuel your need for perfectionism. Whereas if you see it as a gift that helps you improve, it's just going to yeah, make you better. So. And I think with this one, it kind of the same as embracing positives and, and a view around what failures are. It will take time and discipline and, you know, a bit of, a bit of work um, to fill these things more regularly because i think a lot of the time especially if you've been dealing with this for a long long time it you know suddenly being open to feedback might not be that simple but it, it might just take that one time where you're conscious of it and you go actually do you know i'll listen to what this person's saying and i'll i'll action what they're saying um and then you might learn that lesson from there and, and realize that actually it's a helpful thing to do in the long run it might take a bit longer but it's just it's important to be conscious of it and again if you're breaking habits that have existed for years and years and years in terms of how you're thinking um yeah you might just need to be a bit patient with it and wait for wait for the real results to to hit you personally and and then hopefully you'll see the difference you know, I, while you're talking, I, I'm also thinking how actually seeking feedback whilst you're doing whatever it is you're doing is also a way to avoid perfectionism. Because if, you know, I'm doing a piece of work for you or whatever, if I've asked you your feedback as I'm going through that, then I'm, you could argue I'm seeking perfection to get it right. But if I just did it in silo without your feedback and then you say, well, I didn't want it like this, I wanted to do it like that, then you don't feel good because it's not perfect whereas if you sort the feedback through the process if this makes any sense yeah um, it's going to help you well yeah because you're you'd be so heavily invested and and maybe single-minded in terms of this looks great for me that when you then receive that feedback it's, it's quite crushing yeah um you don't always need to be productive that's this doesn't obviously fit under this title of overcoming perfectionism so what do you mean here so uh, this is one that i struggle with quite a bit and that's because um again with perfectionism it can be quite easy to become exhausted and burnt out through overworking yourself potentially over over things that are not 
immediately important or, or won't have the greatest impact. And I think it then comes down to, right, okay, well, if something isn't perfect, I now need to work to make it perfect. And as I say, if you're, if you're going to take that one-way ticket to exhaustion and burnout, then in the long run, it's, it's incredibly hard to, to, to perform at a high level. So I think it's just important to realize when it comes to perfection is that if something isn't perfect or if something isn't exactly what you want, working harder and harder and harder and harder to make it better could make could well add pressure and, a, and an extra burden on yourself which could then affect you as as you progress and and you know as days go by because you might then reach another task and just not have the physical mental energy you know it's better to attack it with a battery that's fully charged instead of about 40 percent um so it's just it's just important and and good to be vigilant to to remember that you know sometimes just working endlessly to make every little thing exactly what you want it to be in the short term it might feel great it, it might not again by being a perfectionist it might never reach the the level that you want it to be but it's important to remember to take breaks and actually those breaks are kind of productive in themselves because they help you be fully charged for longer right i've got it and it's it's just also filling back into this issue that's probably slightly more prevalent with people working from home around you know just you sit at your desk at home at 9am and assuming you have to be productive at that point. Whereas there are times where you won't be and just accepting that. So this is about kind of productivity perfectionism. Yeah. And again, a lot of people just strive to be hyper productive because that's the way that they're going to achieve the maximum results. But again, how long does that actually last for? And you know, if, if perfect was even possible, how would you be able to achieve perfect if you don't even feel like you're at the peak of your powers? Yeah. Right. Final tip, self-aware goal setting. Um, another, another recurring theme in the podcast is around setting goals, um, which, you know, you could argue maybe does lead to perfectionism if you're constantly striving to these goals, but, but what's the subtle twist that you're, you're putting on this one? So we we've spoken about, um, smart goal setting and and you know the importance of having a process behind setting your goals and not making them informal kind of flappy things that you don't really pay attention to um but you know the last thing i want to do is tell people to be realistic and to tame ambitions and to adjust scope to something that means less um but i think it's important when goal setting that the, the goal you're setting makes you feel something but is also not going to push you past almost a point of no return in terms of your, your mental health and your physical capabilities. Um, so again, when maybe being a perfectionist, it could be tempting to set a goal that will make you feel, or that you think will make you feel a hundred percent satisfied with yourself and the work you've done. However, is that goal actually going to do you more harm than good as you push, you know, relentlessly to try to get there? What's that process actually going to do to you? Whereas maybe is there a slightly more realistic version of that goal with a healthier process that will then lead to that same feeling and, and the same level of success? It kind of, it kind of wraps everything we've talked about because hmm. you know, setting goals is undeniably a good thing for motivation. Yeah. Um, but say, I don't know, we, when we're doing smart goals, something has to, have, has to be measurable. Um, but if you maybe don't hit the measure you were expecting within the certain time frame you were expecting, it's about being able to reassess and uh, reflect on that journey and understanding where things 
maybe failed and what have you learned from them so mm. it might be that you you didn't achieve a goal but you achieve something else or actually the the outcome has just been pushed back further because the journey has changed to get there or yeah or something like that well and a, yeah a goal needs to fire you up but not burn you out and additionally you know like you say it's it's your attitude towards those steps within if, if you're being a perfectionist and this is your goal and this is what you're achieving you're going to do everything to get there um then when you fall short like, like we've said about receiving feedback and like we've said about you know embracing the positives it might not be that easy to think that way and it might just look like one big failure when when in fact it isn't if yeah. you if you've set a highly ambitious goal but you're okay with the steps along the way and maybe not reaching that end goal because you've still progressed and you've still got where you want to be then then that's that's great so i suppose there's something that still exists around the mindset of a highly ambitious goal and and not beating yourself up if you don't reach it yeah we're back 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 to one of my favorite case studies is sort of your your elon musk companies here you know like spacex's goal is to put man on mars Mm. um they constantly miss their, their targets within that um, you know, they, they wanted to be a lot further ahead than they are today, but they're still striving towards that goal. And then they just reassess all the steps to get there. So, yeah, um, yeah classic example of, of a company that doesn't strive for perfectionism. They understand the, the value of failure along the way. Yeah. And I suppose that's the caveat, isn't it? If, 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 you're, if you're going to get frustrated by not achieving a highly ambitious goal, then it might be worth, again, staying ambitious, but also being vigilant about your your own health um but at the same time if if you are valuing the learning along the way and you 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 just want to progress and a highly ambitious goal is that kind of star that you need to follow to get there then then that's still a good way to go awesome so um i hope those were some tips that have got you thinking about your view of perfectionism uh, whether it is an issue for you or not um, and giving you a few little things to think about uh, if perfectionism is maybe something that's holding you back a little bit in your in your lives so um just to recap we want to embrace the positives along the journey we want to learn the value and mistakes of failures we want to prioritize the meaning or the um focus on the outcome of, of, of tasks and um, be open to feedback along the way and um, in fact you don't always need to be productive so sometimes just in, embracing um a, a little distraction along the way and be self-aware when setting your goals so that they help you and don't uh, push you down this perfectionism route thanks al and uh, we'll be back soon cheers bye <laughs>